welcome to Intermission, a show about anything and everything band-related, proving that band is fun. My name's Kim Shuttlesworth. And I'm Riaz Muhammad. In today's episode of Pickup Notes and Pre-UIL, we'll discuss some of this week's events and a few off-the-cuff stories. Afternoon. Evening. Oh, no, afternoon. No, it is the afternoon. <laughs> I don't know where I am. It's Wednesday. I know. Um, what was it? Tuesday after school when I got home. Mm-hmm. I was talking to my girlfriend, Kim. Yesterday afternoon. That's the one. Uh, and I was like, <laughs> I'm so tired. And it's only Tuesday. Just like that. I didn't even know what day it was. That's because we had pre-oil week. Yes. And pre-oil weekend for me and then pre-oil for you. Yeah. And we did we we both did both. Um so just a lot of banding over the last what 3 days, 4 days. Mm-hmm. I guess fun math though. Correctly. Oh. Oh, what an experience, but Right. Just it was it was just a lot. So my group got to go to the Allen, the North Texas Premier mm-hmm. UIL um in Allen and have a wonderful concert. But really, more importantly, a wonderful weekend with some really great educators that my cup was filled. I was, like, super inspired yes, and ready to go to work on Monday. And I think that that bothered you. That <laughs> 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 was so chipper. I didn't, well, yeah. For a Monday, for a concert day, it was a little bit much. Listen, I was not a band director on Monday. What was I? Oh, you were our uh, 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 meal deal. Hospitality. Hospitality. Announcer. Clinician. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I was all of the things. Um, I ran around crazy. It's true. I wish at that pre-oil thing for in Allen this past weekend, I wish I brought a bigger cup. Like I needed a Slurpee cup, but I just brought like a 12 ounce solo Mm -hmm. cup. (laughs) Yeah. No, it was super cool. The kids, um, Steve Davis worked with your your kids. Killer. Yeah. Oh. Like superhuman. Yes, I agree. I wrote so many things in my score that had nothing to do with music, but that helped me teach the music better, if that makes sense. I don't know if he has children, but I want him to adopt me. <laughs> True. Yeah. Steve, if you're listening. We love you. Come come to Coppell. All the time. Speaking of coming to Coppell. What? So um, <clears throat> at this pre-oil concert, I saw that McKinney North was doing Denzel number two. Oh, that's right. And our non-varsity group here is also doing dance on number two. So I made sure and I went to, went and listened to that concert. And we sat next to each other. Oh, that's right. And I said. And after, after, well, after the concert, I looked over at you and I go, what are the odds that this dude can come out? And, and I said, I don't know. Let's, let's go out. see. So we hauled. <laughs> backstage. We hauled butt back, backstage. Basically cornered the poor guy. I know. I, pro- I pretty probably thought we were crazy. Which is a valid concern. I mean, at the time, yeah. Yeah, uh, but Travis Cross, director of bands at UCLA. Fantastic. Oh, our kids ate that up, too. He was here for our Monday rehearsal before Pre-OIL, and at one point, he he was like, does that make sense to you? And I go, I don't know. You're in charge. And I just handed him my baton and got out of the way. And he's like, okay, let's go. I was so excited. Yeah, he was great, and the kids yeah. really enjoyed him, too. Yeah. So some really special moments over the past couple days to kind of, like, springboard us into the last – Weeks of preparing Mm -hmm. for UIL. Um, I was really happy to watch rehearsals, but you and I had a huge disagreement this week. 
Yeah, so let's get into this episode of pick up notes and pre UIL. <laughs> Listen, so, I was let, so upset about this. Pause. Let's let's set the setting here. This is sub non varsity B playing mm-hmm. shanties, grade four. Awesome piece. Everybody loves a good I shanties. love a good shanties. We were working that middle section. Let's call that section B. So section B is in three four, starts with a pickup note with a clarinet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Section A is in 2-4. And I was trying to start the piece like, okay, I think it's like measure 74. Okay, everybody, pickups to 74. It was actually 73. Sure. <laughs> if this is what this episode is going to be like, <laughs> I'm just going to unplug right now. <laughs> that was very Let passionate. me finish. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know that I can. <laughs> anyway, anyway, uh... So we try we tried getting into the the B section and I counted off ready and one two expecting the clarinetist to play B3 into section B which mm-hmm. is in 3 4. He missed it twice. <laughs> missed it twice. So then you said what? Okay, let's just start right. No, what did you say next? I don't remember at this You said point. let's just start on 73 yeah. then. Yes. Let's let's start it. And then we the three of us, me, you, and that clarinetist, mm-hmm. got into a little tiffy, tiff, tiff. No, he just asked the question of, are you going to give me two, two, or are you going to give me three? Yeah. So I said three. And then you said? No. Because? Because it's a 2-4 bar. Yes, but I'm starting in the 3-4 section. But the pickup note is in the 2-4 bar. But the entire ensemble is about to start in three. But it's a continuous motion of the line. Correct. There is no break. There is no fermata mm-hmm. into that section. So you're asking the students. So this is this is the hill I will die on with this. Oh, ab- I am digging my heels into this. And you did this just to annoy me. Absolutely. But if the bar is 2-4 mm-hmm. and the kid plays on 2, mm-hmm. 3 doesn't exist for him. Do you understand that? Yes, but the section that we're about to start is in 3-4. Yes, but... Three doesn't exist. In if it's two, in three, four, four I'm not going to give them count off in four for them. That doesn't make sense. Why would I count off in the in a different meter than but what we're about what to if, go into? What if it was in three, four, and the kid had to pick up on three? I would do the same. And one, two, three, one. There you have it. My, I win because you just admitted that you would go one, two, one because it was because in three. Are we talking about the previous section in section A? Listen, I'm not about hypotheticals here, but what I do like to admit is that how many people did we ask about this? Yes, but you worded the no, question no, 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 no. Answer the question. <laughs> well, first of all, intently we asked about seven, but to a wide panel of kids that could barely hear us in a hallway, and you just said if the pickup note is this, they agreed with you, but then everyone came to ask for the score. Yes, but I worded it. I. I was not misleading. Let's be mm-hmm. clear on that. I don't and think I, so. But who did the kids agree with overwhelmingly in the hallway at lunch? With you. Okay, great. We're done. That's fine. Every other music education person <laughs> in the country, if you could please email us, we will start a poll. Was it 2 4? Should it have been 1 2 1 3 1? Or sorry, one two one two one two three, or is it one two three, some random thing, and then one? 
I have no further comment. I will say the kids agreed with me, though. But, but then our student teacher of all of all things learning from us. Mm-hmm. Then what did she say to you? I don't remember because I was right. She says, but doesn't it really matter what the kid needs because he's the one that has to do it? Listen, in a student-centered approach, I will do whatever that child wants. Okay. Period. So what did that kid want, though? <clears throat> the two. Exactly. He wanted to go one, two, one because he only plays on two. He was, being, he was confused. That's my problem. He was confused. Simplify. And Bruce Dinkins would have told you that you are crazy if you thought you could do it that way. Also a valid point. You know? Because didn't we call some old buddies of mine and everyone? I like the old to buddies. point out that Mr. Stephen Howard <laughs> agreed also, with me. Actually, he presented a totally different option and in we four. Like, what kind crazy. of nonsense is that? <laughs> we love you. We do. We do love you. But uh, one, two, one. I'm just still going to dig my heels into it. That You're just doing it to annoy As me. As the conductor, I should be able to do what I would like to do. So if you want to do something mm. wrong and... Then I'll do something wrong. Lesson oh. learned. Great. Go ahead. I can see it on your face. Um, Say nope, what I'm you... <laughs> no. It's a PG show. <laughs> it's a PG show. I can't. We should probably move on to something yeah. else now. <laughs> Listen, I was mad at him for a good hour and a half because I was legitimately concerned I... that he didn't know that you should have gone one to one Oh, after about... Maybe six minutes in the conversation. Conversation. I was. I knew where where I was incorrect. But, but you weren't going to uh, do it. Absolutely not. Because how much did it bother you? I I thought about it last <laughs> night. I thought I was like on the drive home. Like I hope to God he really does understand why uh, I was frustrated. I had to about explain it. it to her. Listen, I know. I'm aware. <laughs> Listen, you want to rile me up? You count wrong. <laughs> I was raised right. Oh, lots of kids in our concert bands do that. I was I was raised right. So it was... Are you saying that I was not? I'm <laughs> saying... I'm some sort of heathen? No. Yes, actually. <laughs> let me let me explain because... Can I... Let me just tell the story. In sixth grade band, the very first chair test, you know when you get chair tests? Yeah. The very first chair test that we got was over counting the rhythm page. Okay. And you counted it by line, and um, you got as far as you could without making a mistake. Mm-hmm. And I got beat. I was sixth, sixth chair, sixth chair, rhythm. And I took that home to my mother. Ooh, Denise probably beat you. Denise sat with me every night for a while. I learned how to count that whole thing from top to bottom, my mother taught me how to count it, all the way down to the triplets and the sixteenth upside notes, down and left to right, ups, all the things, <laughs> right? So I go into the second chair test, and I count the page all the way down, and they make me stop because the next step is cut time, and I would be too far ahead. Mm. So at a chair test, you didn't have to compete until someone got close to you and beat you. I sat there for eight weeks. Yeah. Without being, I, I did nothing for the chair test days except count my music and go, that was wrong, you know. So then I told my mom I had to learn how to do cut time. So I wanted to be prepared. So then when I was finally bored, I was like, can I please just try cut time? So I did the cut time. Played it all the way down. I never got beat again. i just like to point that out. But I will say that one of my dear friends, Micah Carkle, is one that did beat me that mm. very first time. But then he saw the rear view, you know, I saw him in the rear view mirror after that. I'm pretty sure I was never not first chair. 
in sixth grade. Yeah. Just putting that out there. And if my middle school band directors are listening, don't respond to that comment. I just want to know what your tone was like. And if you knew how to play pickup notes, like, did, was that taught to you? No? Okay. That was a jerk move. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. You know I love you. Okay, let's talk about um, the rest of the week. How we So we had pre-UIL on Monday. Yes. Huge shout-out and appreciation to some of our evaluators, uh, Mr. Ryan Heath of uh, Keller High School and Miss Suzanne Dell um, <clears throat> of LD Bell. Both provided really great feedback for both my bands, and I would assume everyone else. I haven't listened to everyone else's tapes yet. You didn't like my feedback, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm pretty sure one of them I got yelled at. Stop touching your hair. Yes. <laughs> it was hot. <laughs> he fixed his hair more than he cued entrances. <clears throat> Priorities. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also something interesting about pre-oil. Can we also thank Ryan Stratton, though? <gasps> oh, yes. Ryan we- Stratton, our middle school West. He did our site reading evaluation and just kind of helped us out with some um, taking notes about the process since it, it's new for us. I want to talk about that for a second yeah. before we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you Let's mind? Let's do it. Okay, so how did you feel? Because I haven't done it yet, um, obviously. I didn't, haven't done the sight reading portion, but we did a tester run for all the non-varsities. Yeah. So how did you feel it was different? Because now, those of you that aren't in Texas, so basically now we, we have, we used to have a time where we couldn't really talk about rhythm. We could only talk about general stuff. Mm-hmm. And then we had a small amount of time where we could really dig into the rhythms and things like that, dynamics. But the kids could never play. Like, they could never play their instrument. Well, now, in this new thing that we're piloting, it isn't across the state yet. It's just it's being piloted in a bunch of different regions. We can um, do anything we need to do in the, in the time that we get, whether it's eight minutes, nine, nine minutes. minutes, or ten minutes. And... Um, the judges leave now, so you it can be more realistic, which I think is a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. But I do think there might be some problems coming up on people that they don't realize until they get into it. So why don't you talk about your experience with it? Yeah, so, <clears throat> I mean, I think with this new system, um, the best thing to do is the what you do in the three minutes mm-hmm. of the score study and how efficient you are with your time. Um a lot of people, it seems like, want to throw away the methods that they used previously. And I didn't, I didn't necessarily do that. Mm-hmm. In my score study, I tried to isolate those times. Well, I know these sections are repeated. It's the same thing, so I only have to really teach this once. Let me dig through all these transitions and <clears throat> things like that. And at the beginning of the explanation period, I really just sit down and I go over key signatures, transitions, all the normal things. And mm-hmm. I made sure and I stuck to that. But I also give them, both my bands, some unstructured time. And I'll stand there and give them a tempo reference and tell them, hey, I'm giving you 45 seconds. I really want you to dig into section A to B. Here's your tempo reference. And I'll just sit there and beat time for them. And there's, they should look up because it, it, it simulates, you know, in real, in real time what they're going to be doing. Um, so that kind of kind of engages them a little bit with the eyes <clears throat> gets them to look up more often. Um, but y- the time moves a lot quicker than you thought. So you think it will. Did you have them play at all? Oh, yeah. Like, so given that, how much did you have them play versus how much did you have them listen to you? It was probably like 70-30. 70-30 play? 70-30 play. 70 play. Because there's a lot more that they'll gain from doing mm-hmm. versus listening. So if we play a four-bar phrase and they step in the hole, I don't necessarily have to say it again. 
because I think their if their level of awareness is correct in that moment, they should get it the next time. But that happened in the room <clears throat> on Monday night, and I, I made sure and I pointed it out, mm-hmm. and they got it the second time. But it was a really quick, hey, don't miss this. Next. How did how did you use your three-minute <clears throat> score study? Um, so with, with our setup here in Texas, we're able to use, like, sticky notes in the score or mm-hmm. take uh, quick notes. I did both. So I tagged... Um, Actually, what I did with my notepad first was I isolated in order the things that I wanted to work on, what I thought I prioritized. This is the first thing I'm going to work on. Okay. And as I'm going through, I kind of bulleted um, things to work on within those sections. So, like, the first thing was the back third of the piece because it's the same as the front third. So I don't have to rehearse it twice. And within that back third, I'm isolating this thing, this thing, and this thing. And I did that, I think it was for three, three different things, three different bullets. So I tried to be really minimalistic in how much content I want to cover in order to give the kids the opportunity to do more and mm-hmm. talk less, if you that know, makes sense. I, there are a lot of opinions about how this process should yeah. be done, right? And I don't necessarily think there's a right or a wrong way. So, but one thing that I, I do think... I actually disagree with that. I think, think so? there, I think there is a wrong way. What is the wrong way? Throwing out everything you've done previously. Because... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I understood, understood, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, if you're teaching in a high school situation, you've you had at least three grade levels that have gone through the process at a high school level. So they already kind of know the things to expect. Mm-hmm. So why would you... Uh, for me, why would you toss that information out? Right. There's a lot of debate about... <clears throat> Um, you know, because sight reading is about how what the kids know, yeah, not and and then how you teach them in a in a fast way. Mm-hmm. I think, and people can disagree with me, and I, I'm I'm completely open to the conversation. I think it is so crucial in this moment that we, as the teacher, understand score study. Yes, absolutely, and what to look for because I think with this new approach. Is it is a it is a more of a challenge. It's more of a challenge for the conductor to pinpoint the key things that need to be played versus what can be talked through. So using your three minutes to really dissect this score, I think, is really important because what that transfers to is, you know, we have a lot of people out there that have trouble like maintaining the pace of their rehearsal, mm-hmm. you know, and they get they get into trouble with running out of time or I didn't get to that because I was stuck on this. And, and that happens. We all get in the weeds of what it is that we do. But in this, what we have to be really key about is in that three minutes, making sure that we set the students up to be the most successful that they possibly can be by what information we are giving them and then what information they're digesting on their own, you know, And so I think that's something to be said about, like, if you are a person that has trouble with score study, now is the time to ask. If you don't go for a couple of weeks, like, ask your, if it's your boss, if you're a person that it's just by myself, you know, getting some feedback about, hey, could you look over this score? What would be some key things that you would be interested in um, pointing out that maybe I don't see? So, like, lately, I don't know if you've noticed, I'll go into the library every now and then, and I'll just pick up a score and just start looking at it. 
because I want to know, like, can I pick up things? Now, granted, some of it I'm thinking about playing, obviously, but there's sometimes I'll just pick up a score to look at it to go, okay, I do this, I do this, I do this, so that I can transfer that to my sight reading approach. Yeah, I've, uh, and l- I guess it, this could be the last thing on this. Um, I've I've started to do that. I'll go into the library and pull pull a random grade three um, just to look at it, and I'll sit down and I'll pull pull out my timer, time three minutes, and see how much material I can cover, and say like, this is a section I can work on this, this, and this, mm-hmm. and then I'll actually get onto YouTube and play the piece and go through it and see if there are any things, major things that I missed. So it's kind of, yes, the process is new, but it's kind of the same, but I'm also trying to learn on how efficient I can be. I don't know why I keep doing this with my hand. Because they can't Um, see you? you I'm turning pages with my left hand. Nothing's there. (laughs) 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 Yeah, it's it's just me trying to figure out how how I can be efficient with those three minutes. I think that's that is the crucial part. I agree. You know, we always know to kind of wrap up this with our with our section and stuff we kind of always know when um we have sections that read better than sections that read worse correct and so i think that's even more important now like when you can leave a a section alone versus when it's like no trumpets (laughs) i love my kids but can we okay I'm, i'm done with the sight reading topic but let's just pay attention if you need help reach out yes but we're all on this together and so what we don't know, we'll find the answer for you if you need some help with that. But let me talk about my class today. As we are finishing, getting ready to the finish line, you know, we're on the last lap before UIL. Yeah, I'm still heated about this, by the way. Are we, oh, oh, no, this isn't even what I want. You haven't even known about this yet. Oh, okay. Okay. So I have nine trumpets. Okay. Yeah. So we put nine chairs on the risers, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I reset the, the trumpet section for Pines because of the people that have to go off stage and yeah. having easy access to get off stage. So I, they asked, do you want us to sit like that? I said, sure. Well, I noticed one of the kids is sitting on the exact opposite side, like three or four in. And I was like, why are, why are you sitting there? Well, there were no more chairs. Excuse me, what? There were no more chairs. And I just looked at him. <laughs> I said, what do you mean there are no more chairs? And so his buddy's like, we didn't have any more chairs for him to go sit down over there. And then the kids, like the rest of the band was like, oh, no. <laughs> you done did it. I did it. <laughs> no, the kid. Yeah, he, they're like. He or she did it. Yes. I was like, <laughs> okay, I'm going to see if you guys can figure out this answer on your own. You know. I said, but they're. There is an easy solution to this, right? And then I said, how many, well, first of all, the answer was get up and move people down. But they didn't come to that conclusion. It's because sometimes, sometimes they're not that smart. Even though they're listening, sometimes, children, you're not that smart. You don't use your brains efficiently. Anyway, go on. Again, still heated. I know. Because you're, you're brought up on something else. Yeah. I just think that they don't think through things sometimes it's, if it's just not obvious. No. I don't think that it's not that they're not smart. You know? Well, yeah, yes, 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 yes. You know what I'm saying? At, well, at the same time, <clears throat> I'm rehearsing in the room next door, and the room the door swings open, and you walk in. Hey, does, do any of your trumpets have the Harmon mutes? And I was like, no, we don't even use those. Because I was missing so many. <clears throat> 
that we just bought. Literally last week. Yeah, they're not even 10 days old yet. And I look up, and the trombone section in my room is, are they're holding one up. And they're like, this, this, this. And I go, give me that mute. Uh-uh. Yeah. And I storm out. Because I was lecturing them already, and I went and found another mute. Oh, I didn't know that. I had already lectured them about keeping up with it, because I was going like, being the band director, like head band director, financial person. I was like, do you know how much these things mm, cost? Yeah, yeah. They're so expensive right now. And then you come in real hot. Yeah, I tore into the band hall. You weren't even there at the time. You walked in behind me. Mm-hmm. And they got a hot, hot lecture from me about leaving things behind because no other, I know nobody else in, 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 the, wor- in the country, or maybe the world, has this problem. About kids leaving things out or not putting things away? I'm sure they do, but they may not have <clears throat> it as much as... We, I really feel like we have a problem with kids not putting stuff up. Man. Uh, yeah. I read your band, The Riot Act. You did. <laughs> and then at the end of class, I walked back in, and two of your percussionists are like, hey, we just want to apologize. I was like, what? And they basically said, we've never seen you that angry, and we're, we're, we're just sorry. We're just sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's uh, also uh, funny is that I asked them how many trumpet players were in the band, and they had to count themselves. Hmm. How successful was that? It wasn't, because there were nine, because one was missing, and they said eight. <laughs> I love them. Refer to the comment I said about 20 seconds ago. <laughs> Ridiculous. I, listen, here's the thing. I love them to death, but and God I wouldn't them. trade them for nothing. No. And the sad part is that they know that. Yes. And they just look at you like, ooh. Yeah. Like I would like to give a mm. shout out to five of them, though, that went to the NTC. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were awesome. Really proud of them. I know that it wasn't the result they wanted, mm-hmm. but just getting there, I think, is a great accomplishment for sure. Yeah. So, but anyhow, so fi- to wrap things up a little bit, how are you going to finish? Actually, yeah, I do have one more story. This oh, happened gosh. today in class. Oh, so no. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Because I feel offended. By, by what happened. Uh, we're rehearsing fantasies on a theme by Haydn, mm-hmm. and it's all articulation-based, and they play well, the second band does, but it's just really noisy, so we're working on that. So I just had them get up and move, sit in a different spot to match articulation all things like that. So underneath my nose in the front row is a flute player, and uh, sitting next to her is one of her really good friends, a sax, alto sax player. So we're playing, and it gets this really big section, and boy, was it out of tune. And we stopped, and the sax player, like, unclips the tuner from her sax, takes it, and goes, I think you need this. <laughs> hands it over to the flute player. <laughs> no way. <laughs> what I tell you? I lost it and had to get up and leave the room. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I asked permission to tell this story. She's like, yeah, yeah, it's funny, it's funny. <laughs> Listen, the Toby kids are like, are we getting on the podcast for our math? I was like, yes. <laughs> I tell you, it's Wednesday, but it's been a week. It sure has. Um, so what are you going to do for the final prep? And what uh, encouragement can we give everybody? I mean. I can't speak today. Just, Did you hear that? Yeah. Sorry. I, I, I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> I'm just tired? really tired. After At the end of class, I literally laid on the floor in the middle of the band hall. So I definitely have to wash the shirt. I thought you were going to be like, so I need to get some energy for my sectional. Oh, I'll be fine. You want some ice cream? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, I would say those some people are going to contest now. Yes. Good luck to Good all luck. those that uh, that are going, and also people at the National Conservation Festival. Yeah. Things like that. But what I would say is enjoy the moment. Like even though we're really tired, and we're in the weeds on some things, like now it's like big picture stuff. You make you know make sure the ensemble sounds good. Um, do a lot of ensemble development. That's what I'm doing right now. I am, you know, uh, we have the arc of everything done. Now it is how do you make music? I think that's the key in the final stretch is, you know, you're getting to a point where the technique is getting there or it is there already. How can you make music come to life? And I think something that I learned this weekend is that, you know, the kids every single like hour, mm-hmm. he had them say, I love music. Yeah. I love music. And I think we need to remember that when we're in these times that I love music. You know, it is it is what it is. And asking kids, what does music mean to you? And a lot of them just say it's expression, it's life, it's all of these different things. And I try to remember that as I get frustrated with it not being what we think it should be in our head. Just embrace what is in front of you and take a deep breath and then try to just make music, you know? Yeah, and I would say from a podium perspective, Mm -hmm. talk less, do more. The kids, at this point, the kids feel that they understand what's in front of them, even though they really don't, but Mm -hmm. they'll learn by doing. Bigger chunks, do it again. Big chunk, do it again. Talk less, do more. Absolutely. So thanks for joining us today. It was This is kind of a spur-of-moment conversation because our week has just been crazy. Yeah. And... If you agree with me about the pickup note situation, please let me know because I still think about it right now. No further comment. But you know I love you. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.